You artists have a special relationship to beauty. Beauty, like truth, brings joy to the human heart. Beauty is an invitation to savor life and a dream of the future. Beauty is a key to the mystery and a call to transcendence. Beauty is the vocation bestowed on you by the Creator. And the gift of artistic talent. None can sense more deeply than you, artists. Ingenious creators of beauty that you are. That beauty will save the world. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for tuning into JP2 Radio for another episode of Letter to Artists. Brought to you from the vault at John Paul the Great Catholic University, this show is inspired by the beloved St. Pope John Paul II's encyclical, Letter to Artists, and led by Catholic artists from our community who desire to share with you their journey in creativity and their journey of faith through the development of their artistic talents. I am your host, Bailey Garland. Each week, I have been chatting with different artists as we explore a different creative medium. This week, our episode is all about graphic design. I am super excited to have a conversation with two graphic designers. First, this is a big honor. We'll be speaking with the graphic designer for our very own Letter to Artist logo on with us. Maya Haidu is a junior at JP Catholic, studying the graphic design process and learning to embrace her style. Because she is a friend of mine, I've gotten to follow some of her work, and it has been so fun to see the opportunities she's been conquering, and I feel quite blessed that we're able to utilize her talents for our awesome logo, so shout out to her. I can't wait for her to be on. Later in the show, we'll be speaking with Angie Lopez-White, an alumni from JP Catholic who dabbled in some freelance work after she graduated and now works at the San Diego Air and Space Museum as a graphic designer for them, so that's super cool. I just want to remind you all that all of this was inspired by our namesake, St. Pope John Paul II, and his encyclical Letter to Artists, where he encouraged all artists to reclaim their vocation to beauty. Each week, we've been reflecting on a different golden nugget from the wisdom of our late yet beloved Pope. This week, we'll be guided by these words. Every genuine artistic intuition goes beyond what the senses perceive, and reaching beneath reality's surface strives to interpret its hidden mystery. The intuition itself springs from the depths of the human soul, where the desire to give meaning to one's own life is joined by the fleeting vision of beauty and of the mysterious unity of things. With this in mind, let's turn to our first guest, who is not only a super talented creator, but she happens to be my roommate and dear friend. I am super excited to introduce Maya Haidu. Hi, thank you for having me. Hi, Maya. I'm so excited that you're here. (laughs) Me too. Me too. (laughs) Let's just begin in a prayer, okay? Okay. We cover ourselves in the whole world in the blood of Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we give you thanks and praise for this day and for this time together. We ask you to open our hearts, open our minds to receive whatever you wish to give us today through this encounter through this conversation. We ask you to bless our listeners, to heal them, to make them more attentive to your presence, Lord. We pray in a special way for all of our friends, all of our families, for their hearts to be more united to yours, Lord. We thank you for the gift of artistic talent, and we ask you to help us surrender our gifts, help us to rely on the litany of humility, for we know we are your creation and everything we create, we give back to you. And it is through your power and grace, through the work of your hands, that we're able to use ours. We ask this through the intercession of our Blessed Mother as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Maya, I'm so excited to have you on. Why don't we start by you just telling us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so as Bailey said, my name is Maya Haidu. I'm from Temecula, California, and I'm a junior here at JP Catholic. Um, I'm majoring in communication studies with an emphasis in graphic design and a minor in business. Um, ever since I was little, I loved to be creative. Um, I had a huge imagination. Um, the two things that I loved to do most were draw and write stories. Um, and I wanted to be an author and an illustrator since I was little. And although I was really good at writing as I got older, I 
stopped coming up with story ideas and I got like really bad writer's block and I knew that I was a storyteller but maybe telling stories as an author wasn't my vocation wasn't what I was meant to do um and then in middle school I and my early years of high school I really wanted to go into animation um but then I found that I did not have the patience for it (laughs) I remember spending like four hours on a project and it amounted to like five seconds of an animation and I was like no I don't think I can I don't think I can spend my whole life doing this um like props to the animators here who are so dedicated and patient. Um, I just knew that wasn't the way God was calling me to use my talents. Um, and then junior year of high school, I took a class called Digital Media Arts. Shout out to Miss Randall. And Ooh. there was <laughs> a short graphic design unit and I really loved it. Um, but I didn't really look into pursuing that until my senior year. Uh, there was this contest to create a logo for... Um, Temecula's first fully online school um, and I won the contest um, they've since changed the logo I like just found that out. I was so sad about it but that's just how it is sometimes but I just found that I really enjoyed the process and I just felt like it was so natural to me and then it just became a real possibility when I started looking at colleges um, and when I did decide on JP Catholic I was having a hard time understanding the difference between graphic design and illustration. Um, And then I found that the illustration classes here um, involve a lot of sketching, like realistically, and that's not my strong suit at all. I was always better at like drawing cartoons and things. Um, And yeah, what what I found here was that graphic design is a type of visual communication Mm -hmm. that often digital um, using just super basic elements like shapes, colors, lines, textures, text um, to communicate a message. Um, And most people I've talked to just think, oh, it's, you know, graphic design's creating logos. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but also graphic design is the wrapper of your candy bar, like the, the posters in the movie theater, um, the sticker, like the stickers on your, on your computer, um, like the layout of a magazine, like whatever, I don't know what this is, like the soundboard here, like all the, all the fonts and stuff, like the hierarchy of what's bigger, what's bold, what, you know, like the font choices, the colors, all that, like there's so much you can do with graphic design. Um, the possibilities really are endless and there are so many career options that you can pursue with it. So that's what really drew me. That's how I decided on that major here. Oh, that's really cool. Even just listening to you, I think we've never like sat down and and dove into the Mm -hmm. details Mm -hmm. of your major. It's really interesting to hear, um, yeah, all the different ways that, that graphic design can be can be played out uh, even simply from the fonts of the board. That was really cool that you brought that up. But I'm really intrigued by, um, you said that you first, you you first and foremost feel like a storyteller. And Mm -hmm. I think that Mm -hmm. that's something really intriguing that I'd like to ask you like a little more about. Um, Do you feel as you're graphic designing, do you feel inclined to, to tell a story? I guess oftentimes it is logos or like you said, you said stickers, or I know right now you're working on, um, what is it? You're a senior project, aren't you? Working on yeah. one of the, the short films. We do short films over here. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? What are you making for that? Um, so I am, so I've already made the title card for the film. Can you explain what a title card is? Yes. So a title card is when you're watching a movie and then there's like, usually after the first few minutes, it shows the title. Um, and so I created the title and then I created the background of it to um, showcase the uh, the tone of the film, the little, there's like little Easter eggs in there of like certain elements that are different, different themes that you'll find out as you watch. So it's really like the, um, the opening of the film. Um, and yeah, it's just like a little preview. So. Yeah, I think that's really cool. As you were talking about this call to storytelling through graphic mm-hmm. design, do you find that that's something like that you're frequently going back to as you design, whether it's for a company or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I lo- that's what I really, really love about graphic design. It's not just 
there's meaning behind everything that you do. Like a logo may look so simple, but it's supposed to communicate to an extent, like the, the background of the company, what their goals are, what, what they're striving to do, what their product is. Like there's always, everything is intentional. Um, and I just love how detailed it is. And even if at a glance, it just looks super simple and like kind of just meaningless, it's really not. And once you learn more about that, it's really, it's exciting and it's just, it's a very fulfilling process. It, it does tell a story. Like everything you do does tell a story. Yeah. I think that's so cool. And I, I'm thinking back um, because Maya is our graphic designer for Letter Woo-hoo. to Artists. <laughs> and that was actually how kind of Maya and I, our friendship began was, I think mm-hmm. we were brought together through the, through the development of this show. Um, but do you want to just speak to that creative process a little bit, yeah. how that worked maybe from your perspective? And then I guess I could share a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my creative process is uh, sitting down and sketching out ideas. I often like to come up with like four different, um, possibilities for the design. And then that's like the first draft. And then I present it to the client and get their feedback. And then from there I move forward with a more concrete idea of what shapes will be used, what colors we're going to use or the color palette, what fonts we're going to use, what we're really trying to communicate. And then I create a a cleaner second draft and then go through ideally two more rounds of revisions before the final product is done. And I'm like already laughing because <laughs> we had many more <laughs> with letter to artists. My process was generally the same, but we went through so many <laughs> revisions and I know that there needs to be, you know, like a contract made between client and designer on um, how many revisions will be made because, you know, you do need a time frame, You do need a structure to the process. Um, but with you, it was, it was a lot more informal and I was also what much more of a beginner designer at the time. I think I'd only taken like one graphic design class at the time, maybe two, I don't know. But, um, for a letter to artists, it was like unlimited revisions. And (laughs) I think we just went back and forth for weeks and weeks. Um, we didn't, we had a very, I mean, you reached out to me really early about it too. So I wasn't like. We, we hadn't it had the show necessarily stressful developed. or anything yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, you were an exception. Like I knew I should have <laughs> been like, okay, so we're going to have three revisions and then that's it. That's the final product. But I don't know. You were an exception and it was fine. It was, Thanks. it was a fun process. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I think something that was really cool about the process from my perspective was how collaborative it was. Um, and it was really hard for me where I was like trying to articulate to you what I was thinking and then mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. kind of mush those the two. I remember some of our early drafts of like, we really wanted to go with God, the creator. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, we ended with the day's creator on, on the heart, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, because it's written on our hearts, this vocation to beauty as artists and things like that. Um, but I remember one of the first drafts being like a mini globe and just like talking mm-hmm. about how like how much information you brought of like, oh, is it readable? Is it, you know, because if you have it in, you want to talk about that, maybe about like maybe some of the aspects that go into a good mm-hmm. logo or a good design. Yeah, um, I think especially now, I think the way a lot of logos are, they're very minimalistic Um, but I think that's really important we don't want to create something that's just all over the place has too much like you need to know you need to know what to communicate in a in a very simplistic way Um, which is hard at first Um, I think one of the first drafts we did there was a globe and I think there was like um, Like tiny animals yeah (laughs) like like kind of showing I was trying to show creation like different aspects of creation but it's you need to as a graphic designer you need to learn how to really just utilize the basic elements and create something that you have to catch someone's eye in a split second in a split second you need to capture attention and then show uh, communicate a message um so that's that's a really important aspect of a good design. You need to make it short but sweet um, because if it's just all over the place, you're going to lose attention. You're you're going to 
overwhelm people. You yeah. Know? So yeah, and I find that really intriguing. Again, going back to that that story, like communicating a message in very like a glance basically mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to do that um and I think that's that's something super cool that I just I didn't even realize until yeah uh, I mean I realized it somewhat in that process but thank god you mm-hmm. were there because I wouldn't have <laughs> been able to put that all together until really now where you're sharing but um yeah I'm gonna do a quick reset right now for anybody who's just joining welcome you are listening to letter to artists on jp2 radio If you are just tuning in right now, you are hearing a conversation with graphic design major from JP Catholic, Maya Haidu. She's been talking about her journey to this creative major, how um, she kind of looked at illustration, she looked at animation, um, and then she ended up with graphic design and how um, it's really storytelling through images and just trying to communicate a message and how uh, graphic design is is kind of so widespread throughout our days. We don't even really notice it through movie posters, logos, stickers, um, t-shirts, a lot, even just we were mentioning the the soundboard. Um, but it's been really cool. And Maya is actually the graphic designer for Letter to Artists. So we're super excited to be sitting down to chat with her. Um, I'd like to pivot the conversation now to the quotation from JP2's Letter to Artists, his encyclical, which um, we mentioned earlier. And I'm going to just repeat it now for anyone just joining It goes, every genuine artistic intuition goes beyond what the senses perceive and reaching beneath reality's surface strives to interpret its hidden mystery. The intuition itself springs from the depths of the human soul where the desire to give meaning to one's own life is joined by the fleeting vision of beauty and of the mysterious unity of things. So Maya, I just want to invite you first to share any personal reflections from the snippet that you got just from reading it. Yeah, I love this quote. It's so true. Um, creativity is truly a gift from God. Um, the fleeting vision of beauty part really stands out to me um, because one of the biggest ways God manifests himself to me is through his creation. I mean, like when I look at a sunset, the stars, all the animals, all those things in nature, Um, And then, of course, human beings, how intricately made we are. We're made by a designer. We're not an accident. We are beautifully and wonderfully made. Um, And I think um, I respond to that fleeting vision of beauty through my gift of creativity. And I think um, graphic design is such a fulfilling way to do that. Um, Utilizing these basic but beautiful um, elements of creation to make a cohesive composition um joining and like joining it's joining beauty to the ordinary mm-hmm. um yeah and yeah my goal with my designs are to join the beauty to the ordinary to catch the eye um and to give a call to action mm. yeah um, I really find that intriguing as I was sort of reflecting on this line and um kind of developing you know the the format for this show I, I was also really struck by that line um and I just think it's so cool that like the artwork that you create. I love, I also, the joined by fleeting vision of beauty and the mysterious unity of things. Um, I, I was just thinking how you join the mysterious to the ordinary, how it's like you are kind of drawing people into the mystery of this company through company or movie or whatever you're designing for. And then you kind of help them encounter the reality of the situation. So it's like you're, this is a mysterious thing. You're trying to catch their eye, like you were talking about earlier and capture them into this. And, um, and I think that's kind of what beauty does for us on the daily. Like we're drawn to something and we're like, we are first attracted by sight or smell or taste or whatever. And then it, it transcends our souls. So I think that's really something particularly interesting with graphic design, how it is that little snippet of beauty that then, Oh, we're like, we see the logo and then we're like, oh, I'm interested in that. I'll go deeper. Um, So how else has this call to graphic design impacted your relationship with God? Um, Graphic design has totally impacted my relationship with God. Um, I mean, similar to what I was saying earlier, just, it's just a realization of, um, and it's a, it's a powerful manifestation of God's creation, of the beauty of his creation So it really just influences the way I look at the world, how I treat the world, how I treat myself and others. Um, Like I said, we are beautifully and wonderfully made. And um, knowing that my creativity is a gift that comes from the ultimate creator himself, the same, like the same one who 
created the sun and the moon and the stars, the uh, like puppies, you know, you and me, the ocean, just all these beautiful things. It really reminds me to not take that for granted and to use that gift to glorify him in everything that I do. And like I was saying earlier, everything is intentional. Everything tells a story. Mm -hmm. And so that's just, that's a powerful responsibility, you know? So just, uh, it just reminds me of how beautiful God is, how blessed I am, just how wonderful the world is, how wonderful we all are. And that I have a responsibility oh, to absolutely. uphold, you know? And I, as you were talking again, I'm, I'm so drawn by the, like, the storytelling aspect of graphic design and, yeah. and as you were connecting it to God, the father, how his creation tells the story of his heart. Um, and quite literally, like we are made in his image and likeness, which I know, uh, strikes you that, that phrase, but, um, us being made, we tell the story of a loving God. And, um, I think it's really cool how in graphic design, you kind of have to pay attention to the details of a company to break it down, to be told. And it's, like you have to know the heart of the company mm -hmm. to express uh, the design that you're that you're making, and so I think it's like it's cool that 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 logo or that sticker is reflecting um, the heart of the company, just as we as human beings or the stars or the moon are that little logo for God that says, "Look at me, go deeper, go deeper, mm -hmm. come visit mm -hmm. my my store." I don't yeah. know if you, I guess you're my store, if you will, but go to church, come come visit me in the Blessed Sacrament. How? Um, those things are like a little advertisement for the Lord, which yeah. is really funny. Yeah, I haven't even, I have not thought of it that way. That is so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of, as you were talking, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. But yeah, I don't know if you have any further thoughts on that or, or on the, the reflection. That's, yeah, that's so beautiful. Just graphic design is the, I think you said, I think you used the word snippet earlier. Like yes. that's true. It's a little, it's the book cover. And you, it's supposed to draw you into grabbing that book off the shelf, right. opening it and reading it. And that's so, yeah, we just, that's in, in a similar way. We are like, I don't want to say that we are a book cover, but right. you know what I'm saying? Like we are, <laughs> yeah. we're, um, uh, we're creations of God and then when we know each other more deeply, we're opening that book and we're right. learning more about it, each other and the way God works, the way God moves in us. So I love that like comparison there. Yeah. And yeah, this is, this has just been really, really cool. I'm wondering if, um, you said you have a lot of, you, you see the Lord in nature a lot, yeah. um, in his beauty. Do you find that you bring in a lot of like, um, nature into your graphic design work or do you have something I know you're not necessarily, you're more cartoony in your drawing, but do you bring those, like in any illustrations into your work or where does your inspiration usually come from? So I am still discovering what my style is because every every artist has a distinct style and unique um, process. Um, I think, I think one way it really, one way nature really affects me when it comes to graphic design is color. Mm. I'm noticing that, I'm noticing patterns in the way that I use color. Um, I like to make things colorful. I really love, I haven't taken color theory yet, but, so I'm excited for that. But the way I use, the way I choose color palettes and use them, that's, I do draw inspiration from nature. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'd have to th reflect on that more too. Like, I don't think it's not like I like put like, Oh, I here's a picture of a, an animal in here. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I really just draw uh, more basic uh, pieces of inspiration from nature. And I think I just, you know, I'll just look at something and I'll say, Oh, that's so beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. thank you. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. And then yeah. um, that really just spurs me to be more, excited about what I do so mm -hmm. that too like that just inspires me to be more motivated and um consistent with my work like it, it just it gives me a work like, like nature gives me a work ethic like oh, if cool. that makes sense um I just look at something I see the beauty of it and then I say wow like and then I remember hey I can 
reflect this in some way, shape or form. And then, and then I just get really motivated to, to do my work. That's really beautiful. Never, never mundane. Yeah. And I think it's cool. Like again, how, how all of that connects with you're reflecting your own heart through the work and then through your work, you're like being transcended to go more deeply into the heart of the father. And then ultimately, Mm -hmm. um, whatever that is, it's leading people towards Christ, even if it's not, um, necessarily a sticker of, you know, a Bible verse or something like that. Um, but which is equally as wonderful and also needs to be made. So shout out (laughs) to the Christian directly Christian art too. Um, but yeah, I just think that's really cool. Um, well, we're running out of time. Do you have any final thoughts about graphic design in general? Anything you'd like to share about the quote? Um, just keep creating and God is good. Amen. All the time. (laughs) And thank you so much for having me. Yes, absolutely. Maya, it was a joy to have you. It's a joy to know you. So thank you for coming in today. Thank you. All right. Up next, we will be interviewing with a graphic designer for the San Diego Air and Space Museum, Angie Lopez-White. She'll be sharing about her journey from animation to graphic design and about her love for God the Father. I think it's really cool that both um, I interviewed with Angie earlier and uh, before I interviewed with Maya, which I think is funny. I just had their order, the order swapped when I put them together. But um, Angie also, uh, Angie and Maya both talk about how they went from animation to graphic design. So I think it's cool to follow that trail. Um, So if you're interested in either of those things, you're definitely going to want to stay tuned. See you in a bit. And we are back in the vault at John Paul the Great Catholic University. I am your host, Bailey Garland, and our second guest today on our show featuring graphic designers is Angie Lopez-White. She is a graphics and productions associate at San Diego Air and Space Museum, which is super cool. I have never met Angie, but I've heard she is quite the sweet soul and... From just a brief overview I received from her explaining her call to graphic design, it seems she has quite a childlike relationship with God the Father, and I am moved by that dependency on him. So I can't wait to hear all she has to share. Welcome, Angie. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. Angie, would you mind just leading us in a prayer to begin? Yeah, no problem. So um, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, God, for bringing us today. Um, Thank you, God, for allowing me this opportunity to speak to Bailey. And thank you, God, for allowing us as artists to participate in the wonderful mystery that is creation. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit. Great. Angie, why don't we just start by you telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So... I am currently a graphic designer, a graphics productions associate at San Diego Air and Space Museum, but um, I started my career through freelance and I volunteered at the city of Escondido. Um, I've lived in San Diego all my life and in, I went to JB Catholic University in Escondido as well and that's where I learned about illustration and I originally went there to learn animation, um, mm. but then it kind of turned into graphic design. Oh, that's cool. How did that look? Like, when did that switch happen? That switch happened during my um, internship at the city of Escondido. I volunteered there um, and I learned more about graphic design. I was always um, a creative person. I always, like ever since I was little, I was always drawn to paper. And I thought that I would be an illustrator or a painter or an animator all my life. But then I found out about graphic design and it, it kind of clicked for me. Oh, that's cool. So could you explain the difference between like graphic design and animation? Uh, gra- animation is more like, you know, animated. They're, well, not to say that graphic design doesn't include animation, but animation is more um, like storytelling and in a way with moving parts. Graphic design is like posters. It's, um, you know, social media posts that you see. It's um, more kind of like cutey kind of aspect if we're talking like technical wise you know we create posters ads billboards um flyers that's what graphic design is oh cool um so with that what is your sort of your day-to-day look like while you're designing I mean did you especially when you were flipping from you know animation where did um like how did that look different so you were like sitting down to animate something and now what does it look like when you sit down and do something for graphic design 
Yeah, so um, when I create, I create designs using um, a lot of Adobe products, which is like Illustrator and Photoshop. So I'll be like doing a lot of photo editing, layout. So, and then also research too, which is kind of fun, um, you know, looking around what other people are doing and seeing how I can like help the client like do what they need to do. So I guess, um, I guess animations, like, I guess more like, it's hard to explain. Like, I feel like animation is more fun, but like graphic design is like more like, there's a lot more like intention there. Mm. I, that doesn't like, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but like, you know, like the client has a goal and has a message that they want to like communicate. Yeah. And I have to figure out how to do that. Oh, that's cool. So um, kind of going off that, an intention that you want to or, or something that you want to express do you do with like your logos and your posters um is it usually company based or is it like in like brands or um when you're designing for the space air and space museum um what what does that look like I guess like what how if someone brings something to you and they ask you like oh can you create a poster for this or can you create a logo for this is that kind of how it works yeah that's exactly how it works and then depending on what it's for, too, because um, there are certain departments within the museum and each department has kind of their own little style, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, like the education department, I have a little more freedom with what I can do in my designs and I can actually incorporate um, even my illustration skills in that design. And then oh, some cool. other departments are more straightforward, you know. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so... I guess maybe going back to this, what I think I asked this question and then I totally like plowed over it. <laughs> what does like your day to day look like when designing? So um, like you sit down at your desk and how does that look? What, how does it work? Yeah. So I just get a job and then sometimes I have to research before I even start designing, you know, like if someone gives me a flyer for like a specific event or like I will research and look at what, you know, what other people are doing for that kind of flyer, see what I can do differently and and then I'll just start doing my own thing. So sometimes I'll make my own icons on Illustrator. And sometimes I'll make my own art and incorporate that into the design as well, which I really like because it kind of makes the design more custom. And yeah, I use a lot of pro- like programs such as Photoshop, Illustrator, and Lightroom. And it's really fun. Oh, that sounds cool. So when you are kind of sitting down to do your research, is that usually where your inspiration comes from? Um, just like looking yeah. at your research? Yeah, just looking at my research and, you know, looking at the museum around me also, like, I guess my environment also, like, affects, like, the way that I design as well. Mm. How so? You know, like, I feel like I take inspiration from, like, the world around me and, Mm. like, also just, like, you kind of get a sense of what you're working for. I mean, like, for me in the museum, you know, I look around at all the splendor, all the planes, and I get really inspired and that really helps me in my design. Oh, that's really cool. So is a lot of, like, is an overall theme for the museum, like, keeping in that air and space theme? Or do you guys, like, have different aesthetics, I guess? Oh, no, yeah. We definitely keep into that air and space theme. Sometimes we change aesthetics, like, for certain events. Like, right now, we're doing a lot of Christmas stuff right now. So, mm-hmm. like, it changes. But overall, we do have, like, that air and space theme going on right now. That's cool. And then do you find um, with yourself, are you ever doing like personal like graphic design or do you keep up with your animation? Um, and do you find you have like a particular style with that or is that not really, do you not really have room for that with your job? I it, like this, these past few, few months like have been a little difficult to find it, but you know, last year I did do a lot of personal stuff or stuff like other projects for other people as well for freelance and I do find that I have a specific style I think I'm trying to like figure it out but I like incorporating a lot of color but also keep it very clean while also keeping it really fun oh cool so can you speak to your freelance work that you did before was it for movies or like again the posters like what kind of thing were you doing when you were freelancing Oh, yeah. So when I was freelancing, I would do a lot of social media based. It would depend. I'd, I would have a bunch of various clients, which was really fun because you get like to interact with a variety of people. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I did a lot of social media posts. And um, I also did a poster for the city of Escondido as well, which was really 
fun. I really love that project. Um, I had a lot. I had some freedom, like in the style as well, which was really, really fun. And um, yeah, I, I also do some cards as well for family and friends, and sometimes logos. And I've also designed um, t-shirts for uh, my local church. Oh, how fun! So when you were doing. Um I'm really interested in the post you said for Escondido. What did that process look like as you were working with them? So is it kind of like you make a mock design and then you have to like run it by people and they give you critiques or were you collaborating? How did that work? It was a collaboration project, um, but basically I had to find the file first. And then once the file like worked, it was kind of like a clay sculpture that one. It kind of, you know kind of formed in itself but first I had to find like my style and then I had to collaborate and then send in different like proofs and stages within the process of making it to make sure that I was on the right path um so that's basically how it looked like if that makes sense oh yeah and that's cool and you still work in that same collaborative way now at the at your job at the um air and space museum or do you have a little more like final say and freedom in in your work Oh, no, it's still like that um, in the museum. Um, it depends on the project. It's like uh, on a case-by-case basis. Um, sometimes I do have um, a little more creative liberty, and sometimes I don't, which is okay. But, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. This is so interesting to me. I feel like um, my my roommate, actually, she's a graphic design major, so it's really fun for me to see. Um, she actually created the lo- – shout-out to Maya Haidu. She created the logo for this podcast, and – working with her to design it was, was a lot of fun. We, we had a lot of conversations, a lot of, um, you know, kind of creative brainstorming. So I remember, um, that process with her, but now watching her do like movie posters, you know, as at JP Catholic, we do a lot of short films. Um, so I get to watch her do a lot of, um, things like that, which is super fun. So, um, but I, I haven't talked to many graphic design majors, so this is cool that, that it's on par with the same process that you're, you're living out in the real world. Um, that's really cool, Angie. Um, when you were, again, freelancing, did you get to do a lot of your own um, illustrations? Have you kept up with maybe, I guess with animation, do you start, do you draw at all with animation? Or do you like to draw with your graphic designs, do any handcrafted work? Or has that kind of faded? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I always, you know, my love will always stem from art. So I'll always try and incorporate my own illustrations to the design um, within reason. I always love to create my own logos or like uh, my own icons or sometimes even like my own art and incorporate that into the design. Um, currently, I am, de- well, actually, I designed um, a bus wrap for uh, the museum. So the museum um, is trying to develop a bus for to that will travel, well, that will basically bring like, the, that will go to schools and that'll like provide kids with like a space to like learn. So um, I designed the exterior of the bus, like the artwork, and I was able to use my illustration skills to do that. Oh, how fun. Has that been your favorite project? (laughs) Yes, actually. (laughs) That's super exciting. And how did that, um, was it just because you're the one hired that they chose you or was it um, kind of a collaborative decision there too, to be like, oh, Angie should lead this project? It was a collaborative decision for sure, but I enjoyed, I was really honored to take on that project. Mm. Um, I was, I'm really proud of it that I was able to incorporate illustration and design with that project and I was able to marry the two. Oh, that's super fun. We would, is there any way that like, are there pictures of it on social media or is there any way that our, our listeners could check out your work? Oh, not yet. But you can also follow um, the museum like on Instagram and I'm sure that it'll pop up once it's finished by the end of the year. Oh, cool. So do you know if there is there Instagram just like the Air and Space Museum? If they look that up, they should be able to find it. Awesome. Okay, cool. So the San Diego Air and Space Museum, hopefully um, not yet. Angie doesn't have her work uh, public yet, but hopefully there you might be able to catch some of her work. Um, Now I'm just going to do a quick reset. So if anyone is joining us right now, 
You are listening to Letter to Artists uh, from the vault at John Paul the Great Catholic University. I was going to say live, but we are not a live show quite yet. We are still pre-recorded, which is super exciting still. Um, And at this point in our interview, we are talking with Angie Lopez-White. She is a graphic designer working at the San Diego Air and Space Museum. She has a background in freelancing work. Um, She's got some, she dabbled in some animation, which led her to um, her role in graphic design now. Um, And so we've just been speaking to her about uh, her style and um, kind of how she's worked on different projects throughout her her career so far. Um, But now we are going to pivot our conversation to the the JP2 snippet from his encyclical Letter to Artists. So our guiding excerpt this week is every genuine artistic intuition goes beyond what the senses perceive and reaching beneath reality's surface strives to interpret its hidden mystery. The intuition itself springs from the depths of the human soul, where the desire to give meaning to one's own life is joined by the fleeting vision of beauty and the mysterious unity of things. So Angie, I always just invite our guests to have any personal reflection on that snippet that, that strikes you in relation to your art or in just daily life. Anything strike you in particular? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, first of all, it's a beautiful quote. I mean, I expect nothing less of JP too. <laughs> right. But um, I think um, I think the last part actually struck me the most. Um, how the intuition springs from the human soul and the desire to give meaning to one's own life and the unity of things. Because I feel like in graphic design, the biggest thing is to communicate. Um, graphic design is you know, communicating through visual concepts and, you know, trying to convey ideas to someone else. It's a conversation. And I feel like in a way, you know, God is the first designer and, you know, he creates and continues to create. And in that creation, he communicates to us. So I feel like it's really beautiful that we are able to um, participate in this beauty and we're able to participate in the mystery of creation. And I feel like that stems from our in like innate desire to be with God. Oh wow, that was really beautiful. And as you were as you were speaking and you said God communicates through his designs to us, that really struck me. Um I think especially in this Advent season, I I ponder the phrase word be the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Um how God speaks and then it is done. Like he spoke and there was light. He speaks and, and Jesus really is literally the word incarnate. Um, and so that really, I think this is, uh, we're recording this right now in the Advent season. I'm not sure if it'll air at this in, well, we're still in Advent, but, um, that's what you just all were saying was a powerful reflection that I think we can bring into the, as, as how God's design literally then, especially Jesus is like the perfect design. Um, he can communicate all of like the, the mystery of God to us, which is really cool. Um, and kind of going off that, I, I, you were also speaking about the second half of the, the um, snippet. And I have here in my questions, joined by the fleeting vision of beauty and the mysterious unity of things. Do you feel as a graphic designer that you join beauty to the ordinary and you make, um, I mean, you make the artwork that draws someone to a company through logos and advertising. Do you feel like um, you kind of, invite the person into the mystery of that company because you know I feel like at first like the logo is the first thing somebody sees and it draws their attention and then it brings them into the shop have you ever thought about that or um does that strike you no yeah absolutely like um you know that's what I always try to do in my designs I always try to create designs that really welcome people and make people feel comfortable and you know happy I mean that's that's what that's the style that I want to go for is to create designs that make people happy and feel welcomed and invited and, you know, kind of bring people together, um, especially with this crazy world out here. I think we really need, we really need more beauty. Absolutely. And that's the whole point of our show. We love <laughs> talking about the world needing beauty. That's our, our line. And so I love that you just brought that up. Um, I guess another question, do you feel, um, a sense of, I love the the phrase here, interpreting its hidden mystery. Do you feel a sense of like you're interpreting this hidden mystery is, um, 
as you are designing and kind of crafting from the inspirations of God um, in your designs? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I do. And, you know, sometimes it's like on a subconscious level and sometimes with all the hustle and bustle of everyday life, it's easy to forget. But, you know, when you take a step back and you look at what you're doing, you're like, I am creating something. (laughs) And that is such a wonderful, like, blessing and opportunity to be able to create something and finding like a hidden message and bringing that forth and bringing life to that, bringing like um, shape and color to that. It's in, it's really incredible. Absolutely. And I know you said in, in your message that you sent me earlier that you really loved working with colors. Do you find that um, you have a particular style with the colors and does that reflect maybe your spiritual life or just your, your natural disposition? Um, I think so. Whether I, whether I'd want to or not, I think it does. Um, I love bright colors and has always been reflected in my art, whether I like it or not. Sometimes I want to be more serious, but like, (laughs) I think I'm always just gravitated to like bright colors. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, and I guess just a, a simple question with graphic design and then that, that call to like that, that bright light. I think that that's a real, um, calling forth to others to light like that you're just directly doing and I think that's a really beautiful thing to embrace I think I feel the same way sometimes I'm like I need to be this way because then but I'm like no we're all given such beautiful gifts and so that the fact that the Lord calls you to share in in his light and be you know his light um to the extent that he gives to you it's is really beautiful and I think I just encourage you to embrace that that's really beautiful but have you have you seen the Lord speak to your own heart through graphic design and kind of lead you especially in this journey and to developing this calling you went from animation to graphic design have you seen his hand and and guiding you through that yes I I think so yes absolutely um sometimes I don't see it and sometimes I can be you know a a stubborn child of God but he does always lead me in the right direction whether it be through inspiration or through like the world around me because it like the world around me really does affect my design and yeah I definitely feel him yeah I remember um yes no please share yeah I would love I was just gonna ask you yeah (laughs) oh no worries I I was just remembering um I was designing some candles for my family and then I paused for a second that there was a moment of clarity where I was just like I am so happy designing I am so happy you know creating these graphics on these candles I am so blessed that I have this talent and I kind of felt God there for a second which is really weird um because I don't usually have a moment of clarity where I really really feel him in my heart but I felt him in that moment and it was really beautiful Oh, wow. That is really beautiful. And I love, just going back to the thing we were talking about two seconds ago, that you were making candles and that calling to light, that, that bright color, the the sharing of his light that maybe he's really, truly gifting you with. I just think that's so beautiful. Um, and I remember the first thing someone said to me when I had brought you up as like, or they, they, I think suggested you, they said, oh, she's so sweet. She's one of the sweetest people, just a light. And so Really, I think that's a, a gift that the maybe the Lord is speaking to you in, in patterns this, this Advent season to bear his light um, to the world. But yes, Angie, thank you so much for sharing. Um, do, I guess do you have any final thoughts or reflections on the JP2 snippet? Um, no, actually, but like I, I feel like it's just really beautiful and I feel like it definitely speaks to all artists. I feel like we have a certain vocation and a certain talent that sometimes not all people like are there, there's a certain affinity that we have for seeking out the beauty and bringing that forth. And I think that that's very beautiful and well needed right now. Absolutely. And do you feel, um, I guess maybe a call to community through your art. Do you ever feel like it's, it brings people together and like unites you to the Lord in a, like a little communion way. Yes, absolutely. That's what um that's what we strive to do, I think, is to unite people through one common message. Um, you know, sometimes whether that be through a logo, but I think we just want to connect people through beauty. Wow, that's really powerful. Well, Angie, we're running out of time, but I do want to ask you one more question. So 
I think it's really cool um, just kind of hearing how you you mentioned it in your um, in your writings to me. And then right now you said you can be a stubborn child. Um, is that kind of a, a similar pattern, a similar way that you connect with the Lord? I know. I remember one time someone gave me the advice to um, obviously we believe in the Trinity. So God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy spirit. Um, but sometimes in our relationships, we tend to lean more towards one person of the Trinity and then who unites us to the rest of them. Um, and I just threw that word child is that, do you find yourself being more dependent on, on God, the father or, or having that childlike relationship? Is that a constant prayer for you? Yeah, it definitely is. Especially to God, the father. Yeah. That's definitely my relationship. That's, definitely the person within the trinity that i gravitate towards the most that's beautiful do you mind just sharing a little bit more about that has that always been like the first person you've run to or um has that just come about as you've grown up i think that's always been and i've been realizing it um more and more especially this year that that is the way that it is he's the first one i talk to the first one i go to um i like he's yeah he's he's the one that's amazing. Yeah, that's really powerful. I remember um, I've been going kind of through phases in my prayer life of each person of the Trinity, and I'm really in a, a God the Father phase right now. And it's been for like three years, and I've been like, wow, he's just really showing me who, like showing me the heart of the Father that, that God is. I think um, we, and I just think it's so beautiful because we forget how much he wants to provide and protect and um, just totally encompass us in his loving grasp um and I think so much of the prodigal son um and what you were saying his like his designs communicate that father had a beautiful house um and even then his two sons one it was like there wasn't necessarily beauty um coming forth through both of his sons but through the like the openness of the father the beauty was shown when the son returned to him and so I just think that that's really really powerful. I love that phrase that, that you said that we could, um, God communicates his designs to us. And that was really powerful. So Angie, if you have any final thoughts, I'd love to hear them, but we're running out of time. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Oh yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Of course. This has been an absolute blessing. This is all for today's show. You can check out the replay on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcasts. Just type in Letter to Artists. Remember that we air the show on JP2 Catholic Radio on Saturday mornings, 9 to 10 a.m. If you are tuning into the show from afar and would like to listen air quotes live, you can go to jp2radio.com and click listen now in the top right corner. While you're on the website, contact us with your thoughts on the show. We really want some tangible feedback so we can continue improving the show. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search up JP2 Catholic Radio. Letter to Artists is proudly brought to you through a wonderful partnership between JP2 Catholic Radio and John Paul the Great Catholic University, hoping to encourage you to accept this call to holiness through the talents that God has given you. I'm your host, Bailey Garland, signing off with some encouragement for your day. Be not afraid. You artists who perceive in yourselves this kind of divine spark. As poet, writer, actor, architect, sculptor, musician, feel the obligation not to waste this talent, but to develop it, to put it at the service of your neighbor and of humanity as a whole. May the beauty which you pass on to generations still to come be such that it will stir them to wonder. Society needs you, artists. The world in which we live needs beauty.